0: Welcome to the Talk of Sykston. I'm Glenn Cantrell, and man, it's a new year and a new Show someone new to talk to. We love that. We love talking to new people about uh, things that we just don't know about. And there's a organization um, started by a woman in Matthews that is helping a lot of young people, and it is called Hearts with Hooves. And Jennifer Layton is our guest today, and Jennifer uh, began this incredible organization um, not long ago, and in order to help kids uh, in foster care system. Uh, or adoption or, uh, you know, even just kids who just need some help, uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, Anyway, we're going to talk about how horses are helping kids in southeast Missouri. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So let's before we get into uh, the organization and how it works and and what you're doing. um, I mean, obviously, let's start with the beginning for you, which is uh, I, I have to assume that you have a love for horses, right?
1: Yes, I have a big love for horses.
0: How how did that all start?
1: Well, when I first had my first horse, my father, we had always grown up in the city in New Hampshire, and my father wanted a mini donkey. Um, I thought it was funny, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and I got him a mini donkey, and then I said, well, if you can have a donkey, how about if I have a horse? So when I was 27, I got my first horse, um, and then of course, every girl that gets a horse, they get horse crazy. Years going on, um, and then so now as an adult, I've always had horses in my in my life.
0: So it, uh, I will tell you that uh, I have a a secret goal in life, and that is to own a donkey. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I love donkeys for some reason, but, uh, so I
1: five miniature donkeys, you'd love them.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I probably want to bring them home to be quite honest.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> hey, um, so you, you, you've had horses all of your, all of your life, essentially, you know, from a, from a young, uh, since a young girl, uh, up into adulthood, mm-hmm. are there certain horses that you kind of gravitate toward that you like more than others?
1: Well, um, my favorite breed in the entire world is the Gypsy Vanner. Um, it's a new breed for the United States, um, and now I have one, so it's pretty amazing.
0: So, most people know like a cutting horse or a quarter horse or a Tennessee Walker. Yes. Um, what kind of so? Tell us about this horse. What's what makes it different?
1: So, the Gypsy Vanner actually originated from Ireland. Um, it's only been in the United States since 1996. From Great Britain, I'm sorry. And um, they're made up from the gypsy vanner. The gypsies used to pull their caravans. Um, So they have this paint, beautiful horse with big bells and big feet, um, just like a Clydesdale, but paint-looking, and a little bit smaller than a Clydesdale. They're perfectly built for uh, pulling carriages. There's not a lot of them in the world, in the United States anyway. Um, I want to say there was like 1,200, yep, we just went to a – a thing down um down yonder looking at that and they said about twelve hundred the breeders. Um that's all this in the United States.
0: Wow. Now I I think I've seen these horses. They they they're like Clydesdale, like you said. They have the yep. hairy hooves and that sort of thing. They're just on the smaller scale, right?
1: Right, right. So it's a, like a beefy dude, but micro a little bit. But fourteen, uh, 13, 14 hands is what they equivalent to.
0: Now, is that something that you can ride, or is that specifically for oh, yes. carrying, pulling a, a carriage?
1: Actually, Gypsy uh, Vanners are good for dressage and hunter jumping. Um, they're very much a sport horse, so you can pretty much do anything with them. Their gait is really smooth, so when you're on their back, it doesn't have a up-and-down um, bouncing motion that people have back problems. Um, you know, they can ride the, like you said, Tennessee walkers, the gated horse people, um, they love the gated horses. They would love a gypsy vanner.
0: Wow! Now, for, for, give us a perspective on size that horse versus, say, a quarter horse, which is really typically what we see most of. I think in Southeast Missouri. Well, like, what's the yes. difference in size?
1: Um, they're a lot more bulkier, so they're a lot um, broader shoulders, bigger back, um, and they can actually support more weight for their height because of they couldn't. Like, if you have a Tennessee Walker, that's about fifteen hands the Gypsy Vanner will be beefier, and they can actually carry a lot more weight than that Tennessee Walker. So if they're a, a bigger rider, they can have a shorter horse, but but they're strong enough to carry it.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, it sounds like a very interesting horse, and, and you, yes. you have these horses, and um, I, I guess the next question I have is how did you— come up with this idea for yeah. heart, uh, Hearts with Hooves um, yeah, you, absolutely. You know, as you had this love for horses and how it could help other people. How did this all start?
1: So um, a few years back, I just went through a personal medical crisis um, and I felt as though I was going to perish. And um, So during that time, it kind of changed the way I view life um, because it was so close to being ended myself. Um, So what happened was about nine weeks into my medical crisis, I thought that I was going to be, you know, either forever disabled um, or I wouldn't be here. The only thing that kept me alive is my first first draft horse, which is my Clydesdale Foxtrotter baby. So he's now almost four years old. So my husband, he knew I was all upset and I was just having a hard time mentally. Um, he got, he said, we're going to go to, uh, up to Iowa and we're going to get you something. I'm like, what are you talking about? And, uh, so we drove 10 hours round trip and we picked up this four month old little colt and his daddy was a Clydesdale, his mama was a Foxtrotter because my husband thought the Clydesdale was my favorite horse. Um, and that had always been a, a horse that I've always wanted, but the dream horse was the unattainable gypsy vanner horse. So that gypsy van, um, the um, Clydesdale that I have, um, he really helped me get through it. Um, Every day when I went down there, I felt better. Um, My mental state was improving. It gave me a reason every single day to get up and work through it. Um, Going through my medical crisis, um, you know, every day when I woke up, I was surprised I was still there. So it was very traumatic for me. So um, when I was over with my medical crisis um, and they fixed it uh, and I, that I could live, when I woke up, it was more like a, what am I doing with my life? You know, who cares about being the Joneses or have the fancy truck? You know, I almost didn't live here anymore. Um, and I couldn't really understand why God chose me to stay. Um, you know, I, I should have perished and I did not. Um, so I felt the calling, um, when I was going to counseling, my counselor, who she's dealing with my PTSD and anxiety, she says, man, there's something about this horse thing. I mean, every time you come in here, you light up, um, you're happier. And we opened up for kids to come to the, to the farm and learn how to ride horses. Now, during that time, we were just doing it to supplement our income Well, we noticed that there's a lot of kids in foster care that they're actually being raised by their grandmothers, grandfathers, great-aunts, great-uncles. So the older generations are now raising today's kids. Um, And they started seeing changes in their kids coming to our farm. So my counselor said, hey, look up the... um, Herd Institute, so it's based out of Orlando. It's Equine Facilitated Learning, and I completed that. Um, So I went there about a year and then graduated out of the um, Orlando, and that's what I found about um, horse-powered reading. So we do reading with horses and kids, and then that's where I landed into the Stable Moments activities. So basically I felt a calling down this path, um, so when I was done and I had all three certifications, I went, oh, wow, this really helped me, you know, want to live. And we knew there was something to this. And I'm like, we need to make this available for every kid out there because they have any PTSD, trauma, anxiety, uh, being bullied, um, shy. Horses can actually bring that out of you.
0: So everyone responds differently to, uh, you know, all different types of, uh, you know, therapy Um, for for you personally. What was it about caring for the horse that helped you get over what you were facing at that time? Was it was it the fact that you were caring for something or that it gave you something to do? Like, what was it do you think that was really helping you kind of, uh, you know, uh, back to um, health mentally?
1: So there's a funny magic that happens when you're around horses. You know the horses have, they, they have a huge heart um, in their body. It's it's um, biologically bigger. Well, when you're sitting by a horse or standing by a horse, their heartbeat and your heartbeat starts to sync up. So your heartbeat will go to theirs, and it starts to calm you and bring you down. So just the fact of being around the horses and then grooming them. You have to show up a way that the horse can tell you to show up. So if you're upset, the horse is going to tell you, whoa, you're upset. You need to calm down. Or they react. So if I walked up to a horse, all like angry or anxiety, the horse will actually react to that and be like, "Whoa, check yourself," you know, and uh, and you want to approach the horse, so you have to actually change the way that your innards feel around the horse. So they are horses are very forgiving animals. Um, they also don't care if you're. Your skin color is different. They don't care if you're fat, skinny, small, big, uh, square, uh, <laughs> pink, purple. They don't care. All they care about is your um, feelings that you're having that they can sense. Because they can sense everything around you. Um, and you're telling the horse how you're feeling. You can't lie to the horse. Um, so the horses show up where we need to be shown up. So if I'm, like, upset... My horse will actually give me a little bit of a nudge and kind of a loving touch. Um, If I'm being kind of aggressive, um, they show up that way. They said, you want to fight? You know, we'll have that situation going on. So they can relate. I can relate to a horse um, with their calming, and I want to be calm. Um, But not only that, if you watch horses, you can learn a lot from a horse.
0: Well, that is fascinating, and and really, let's be honest too. This is every wife's dream that her husband wish that, that he was able to uh, to detect all of those different emotions. But it is fascinating that a horse yeah. is able, um, uh, you know, to really just look at you, listen to you, watch you, and know yeah. exactly how you're feeling.
1: You cannot lie to a horse at all. You can you can be the best hider of your feelings, and they know. Um, So, you know, we can learn life skills. So our program, the way that we have morphed into right now, and we're growing every day because we want to make sure to help anybody that needs just that calm space, you know? Um, But when you look out into a field, we have 34 horses on the property, 34. Yes, that's a lot. Um, Half of them are about miniature horses, which miniatures, we're talking about 300 pounds. Um, Our smallest horse is 27 inches tall to the wither, right? for their shoulder blade and then our biggest horse is almost 17 hands so what happens is out in that field just like our world horses don't like every horse (laughs) you know horses have love affairs um they have friendships so if you actually go out into a field of many horses you can actually see their family now the way that the foster cares can foster foster care kids can relate is that horse is taken away from their mother at six months of age. They don't choose where they can go they're picked up and they're brought to another place well with the foster care uh, system as well as the kinship guardianship and adopted you know they were taken away from their parents for one way or another whether they passed away or whether it was neglect or abuse or something of that nature so then they were putting into a home that they didn't choose you know they have to go with the flow and they probably were with people that just like in school. I don't like that person. You know, we don't get along, but we still have to coexist. So horses can actually have great bonds with people as well as each other. So if you're trying to learn life skills on how to regulate your emotions, you can actually watch a horse be upset, and then they're able to change that but they're doing simple things. Maybe they're walking away and just taking a breather, you know, but they're not going to the next little horse and saying, Hey, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> they don't do that stuff. Um, but they truly have a bond with kids. Um, if you show up to them, they'll show up for you how you need them to show up. And that's where the magic comes from. It's just if you just open yourself and give yourself the space just that quiet space. Just stand next to them and don't expect anything. That's where the magic comes in. You're not expecting them to react a certain way, but they're reacting a certain way for us. So it's it's a magic that you cannot explain. Um, so they're, they're very therapeutic in nature. So we train uh, horses with the kids. So we're doing like... Um, Clicker training, you've probably heard of clicker training where they click a little button and give the horse a treat. They do that with dogs and dolphins. But it teaches the kids that they can work on it. It's no more, you know, hitting the button and getting the candy. They have to The horse actually has to do something in order to get that treat so that child can actually learn, oh, wait, I need to be patient. I need to hone in on these skills. So then they create skills through the same clicker training. It's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I was going to say so do the horses have to go through any kind of special training to be a part of this program or is oh, it really no, no. just you know the the kids coming out and you you're teaching the kids how to handle the horses?
1: No, the, the horses don't have to have any training. It's weird. When you when you don't give the horse a specific job um and you have kids coming out, they fill it in. Um So a lot of the great horses that we have they're senior horses, so they're above sixteen. Um, our oldest horse is thirty years old. Um, we have one that's twenty seven. We got two that are 24, um, and then we got a couple that are 19, the rest are 17 and 18. But we also have some babies coming up. We have a one year old that boards with us, um, and then we also have Comet and Moose, which there are babies. One is uh, turning four, and the other one is turning three. So what's happening is, is that you know these horses. Some of them can't ride anymore. Like when you have the older horses, a lot of people, unfortunately, in the field, well, they're no more used to us, so let's get a different horse. Let's rehome them. Well, what happens with those horses is sometimes nobody wants them, um, and they throw them at an auction, and what happens is they go to kill buyers or a home that doesn't know anything about horses, um, and they're just uneducated, and the horse ends up passing away or getting hurt. So we actually give the, those horses a job. So we have several horses that are not rideable, but they can still teach a child to love. They can teach a child to be patient um, and as well as get along with others. Um, but their big thing that the horses do to them was they teach the child I matter because the horse wants to listen to you. The horse wants to be with you. So, and when you give them that need that they want to be around them to be loved on them the child starts feeling like hey they don't care that i have pigtails, or they don't care that you know i'm short or you know and they start having that acceptance that they've never felt before
0: jennifer if somebody wants to know more about this program and and uh you know wants to check it out maybe for their own child what where can they go
1: So we have the nonprofit in Matthews, Missouri. Um, It's called Hearts with Hooves, Inc. So we're a nonprofit. So the hearts and then W-I-T-H with Hooves, Inc. Um, It's a Facebook page and they can contact us at 573-703 seven nine seven four and we work with kids as early as one and a half years old yes they walk those tiny tiny minis at one and a half years old Um, but they have early developmental trauma that's why we start them really early and of course we go to 21 because the foster care system goes to 21 Um, and we now take home state health um, and we also obviously we take donations and things like that because the kids that need the help is the ones that can't afford it. So we're always out there trying to keep the program going. So if somebody wants to volunteer, um, we're open to it. If somebody wants to donate, that'd be amazing.
0: Yeah, we hope that people come and uh, and check it out and go to the Facebook page or, or whatever. And uh, Jennifer, I really appreciate you chatting with me. It uh, sounds like a great program uh, that you so you've much. got going on here in um, in Southeast Missouri. And i um, uh, I, I don't know i'm I may have to come get a donkey i'm I'm just motivated. I don't know that they like for me to have one in the city, but uh, I, it's a golden life so one of these days they're, maybe
1: They're training these tiny ones now to be inside homes. so they actually went for the miniature horses. they're turning them into the just like a dog is a service animal. Well, miniature horses to about to be 45 years old. So they're actually turning them into service animals. So you see a lot of horses and donkeys inside a house now.
0: <laughs> oh, don't tell my wife. <laughs> I might be coming home with a donkey pretty soon.
1: Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> All right, Jennifer, again, thanks for joining us. I wish you the best of luck. It's a great sounds like a great program for kids. And, again, Thank we you. want to push people to the Facebook page or the website. Go check it out. It's uh, hearts. Uh, Hearts with Hooves, uh, Inc., I-N-C, Nonprofit. That's on the Facebook page. And if you want to go to the webpage, it's the same thing. Just add the .org, O-R-G. And again, Jennifer, thanks a lot.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right, Jennifer Layton with Hearts with Hooves. We appreciate her for joining us on the Talk of Sykeston today. And thank you, too, for joining us on the Talk of Sykeston. We'll see you next weekend right back here on the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell.